What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast, episode 310. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Lincoln. How you doing? Doing great. Happy, happy almost Halloween. <laughs> I know, I know. Really happy Halloween, and I'm feeling it this year. We'll talk about that in a second. Joining us is Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you doing? Hello, darlings. I'm doing well today. It's so good to be on with you lovely gentlemen this evening. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> are you guys excited about Halloween, Lincoln? You were telling us offline about a party you might be going to with Alfred Hitchcock theme. Yeah, I'm going to an Alfred Hitchcock theme party on Friday, so we're excited about that. Not quite sure about the outfits yet, but um, they're good people, the party that we're going to. And then I think the weekend we're just going to take it in stride. The bakery is always fun around Halloween with oh, kids and giving kids cookies and stuff, so it should be good. I love that. Yeah, I feel like there's a little glimmer of hope this year. Do you feel that, Cody? We're jo- oh, yeah. we're jo- joining a party here in New York, uh, the Alegria party, and we were just talking about our costumes. Are you? Ex- what are you going to be, Cody? You didn't even tell us. I'm going to be Panthro from the Thundercats. You know who? You know the Thundercats. I don't. I feel bad that I don't. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> do you, Lincoln? I do not. I'm sorry to say. <clears throat> but I've heard of the Thundercats. I just don't know what they are. They're superheroes. Well, they're cat superheroes from Thundera, and they came and they're really hot. They w- don't wear a whole lot of clothes, so that's why I'm going to be one. <laughs> Easy. I love that. Exactly. All I have to wear is a harness and some cat ears, and I'm good to go. Yeah, we were talking about this offline recently, Cody and I, and about how if you're going to get these days, we just want it to be sexy if you're going to go. As a a gay man, I just want it to be, it needs to be sexy. If I'm going to go to the trouble of getting costumed up i mean are you in line with that lincoln about totally yeah Yeah. i mean come on right but i I have a lot of rules about my costumes because the moment i put on makeup it's Mm -hmm. in my eyes all night long and it's you know what i mean like yeah i I always think long term and i think less is more depending on the event i'm going to that's true right you're gonna suck cock you don't want to have so much like i was gonna do this skeleton makeup around my lips i'm like oh no that's that's just gonna be everywhere (laughs) (laughs) on on everyone's dick exactly (laughs) then everybody knows who's dick steve was here (laughs) well i'm really excited about this episode because we are doing a promo right now where we're telling people to write in for solicited sex or relationship advice and we've got some great ones for you on this episode and I got this huge box of Adam's Toy Box toys that we will be giving out when you write in. And but I I'm wanted to share with you that I feel I'm so little known fact about me, I'm so clumsy because in the in the course of one week I managed to drop an olive oil bottle, a brand new olive oil bottle, and it olive olive oil everywhere. Oh. On my counter. And then <laughs> I managed to spill coffee all over my couch. I'm like, what is going on with me? <laughs> and lastly, I one of the things they included that I thought I'm keeping this one and setting this one to myself was a, a jug of boy butter. Ooh, and yeah. I know. And I'm like, let me open this up and see what it's like. And because, you know, the commercials are so hot. Uh-huh. And I'm like fiddling with this tub trying to open it. I finally open it. It 
is like cream that went all over my floor, fell upside down. Oh, I'm still no. sliding all over my apartment with it. I don't know what is going on with me. Boy butter for days. I managed to scrape it up pathetically to try and put it back into the tub. But do you are you guys fans of boy butter? But they need to change their packaging, I think. Uh, well, it's it's part of what like the whole mythos and what the aesthetic that they're going for, you know, because it looks yes. like a, a country crock tub is basically what it looks right. like, right? It does. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of it. I I'm using some pure right now, but I have used boy butter plenty of times, and I'm I'm I would have been very upset if I you know if I had <sighs> all the after orgy you know accoutrements at my in my house, and I didn't even get to have an orgy for fun. So I understand mm-hmm. your pain right now. Yes. Oh my God. I salvaged a bunch of it, but yeah, um, not fun. And Uh, I'm just a huge klutz getting it together over here. Anyways, we've got a couple hot topics that I wanted to run through. And there is for our UK friends over there across the pond, a terrifying sexually transmitted bacterial infection that is known to eat human flesh and it's spreading throughout the uk and i don't mean to tell you this to freak anybody out but you everyone should know right so though dona venosis and i think i'm saying that right cases remain relatively rare so let's just put that out there Mm -hmm. when compared to other stis and diseases they have been steadily rising and pose a genuine risk to public health dr shri data from london's my health care clinic warned Figures suggest that Dona Venosis, which was previously thought to be restricted to places including India, Brazil, and New Guinea, is becoming more common on these shores, as well as the awful symptoms. And it's important people are aware that it's a known risk factor for the transmission of HIV. Dona Venosis, also called granuloma, Injuinal, oh my gosh, that was a hard one to say, is a bacterial infection that causes bloody sores and ulcers on the genitals. Oh no. And it is more common in tropical and subtropical climates, like I said, like India, South Africa, Southeast Asia, South America, but Australia has also seen sporadic outbreaks. And I think just so people know, the symptoms of dona venosis are are lumps around the genitals or anus that are increase in size and take on a beefy red appearance sorry to be graphic on that um a typical first sign may be a nodule a sore or an open lesion in the genital areas so i guess my whole point is just to make everyone aware and to inspect right i mean Mm -hmm. we should always be inspecting if you're if you're having sex and i put myself in this category freely right now and not with like one partner just get checked right and yes in general whether it's this thing or any other ones i mean you just gotta keep up with it and i think with all of these including this one the sooner you get checked the better because they you can get rid of it totally um, agree later. yeah yeah. I've just had flashbacks of of, of health class <laughs> of dona venosis or <laughs> of, seeing, of seeing the pictures in health class. You know they show you the pictures of the STDs, and I just oh, like, sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to be that. Oh no, it's okay. It's I wonderful. Know. It's wonderful. I'm glad 
we everybody needs to know about it. So I'm glad that you are putting it out there and put doing our public servant service announcement going on here. So thank you, Boo. Yeah, yeah. Just just be aware. And yeah. myself is definitely included in this mix of just inspecting your genitals um, always. And I think All the right. good news is is people are able to go to their doctor now every three months for their prep or other medication on they're on so they can include that in their three-month appointment yeah which is good because during the pandemic people couldn't do that yeah and you know our other co-host jeremy russ lopez is a big proponent of mister which is an online platform where if you can't your insurance say doesn't potentially (laughs) cover truvada you can go on mister and get prescribed usually for free a version of Truvada prep and you have to do obviously the three month, but they send you the test kits. But one cool thing about that, cause normally it's just HIV that you're testing for in, in the, when you go check to get checked out, it, even with my doctor, I have to often tell him, well, let's depending on how sexually active I've been, I'll tell yeah. him let's do all STIs. But I have to often tell my personal doctor, given when I'm, feel the need to swab my ass and swab my throat, yep. which is something that is weird that he, not all doctors do. He was telling me, Jeremy was telling me that even in the kit that he gets, that they include a swabber for the ass and the oh. throat. And I think that's pretty good on Mr. That's amazing. Account. Yeah. yeah. So things to consider and just keep up on your health. So absolutely. Um, in other news, you guys know the show, so you think you can dance. There is a out, so you can think you can dance winner. And Emmy award-winning choreographer Travis Wall has been cut from the dance company Break the Floors traveling tour following an investigation by the Toronto Star into his alleged sexual inappropriate behavior. Wall helped, yeah, Wall helped bring the first same-sex pairing to So You Think You Can Dance. Break the Floor, which tap dancer Gil Stroming founded, provides masterclasses for young dancers. And due to the investigation, the dance company said it will be looking into accusations further. Travis, quote, will not be traveling with break the floor until we have had the opportunity for a third party to look at these allegations. Break the floor said in a statement posted on Instagram stories Friday, according to the rap, we take this seriously and we'll take further action. And it's caused a string of stories that I've seen everywhere posting. When they looked at this, a former student, Miles Lavallee, hopefully I didn't butcher that, told the paper that Wall started grooming him when he was 16, when Wall was 20. Lavalet accused Wall of making sexual advances towards him, then giving him ecstasy before Lavalet called a friend over to help him in the situation. Wall cut off ties with Lavalet, which Lavalet said was due to him not accepting Wall's advances. Um... When contacted through a publicist, Wall told the star that the accusations against him were false. This is all according to a story I'm quoting from The Advocate. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious, Lincoln, because as you know, there's Me Too movement and it's always associated with women. And I know as somebody that you've put together classes and oftentimes people under you are in the gay community, sometimes lines get blurred when it's not a 
a traditional work setting. Have you noticed anything of inappropriateness in the world that you've just putting classes together and the people that you hire that are often gay, that this is sort of a red flag that we need to look at our own community now? Um, I wouldn't say inappropriate, especially in the fitness industry. Given COVID-19, we've had such a, sh a shuffling of the deck. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. all classes were canceled <clears throat> for about 10 months, uh, if not longer. And then vaccinations had to happen and people moved and people's following is no longer around. So I really think everyone is kind of on their, their best behavior now. I would right. say back in the late 90s when I started designing classes for David Barton mm -hmm. Gym and we were more club kid meets fitness, yeah. there was more maybe um, creativity going on that could have been construed as inappropriate, but mm -hmm. it wasn't really in, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not insinuating in any way, shape or form that it was putting people down or, you know, like that kind of inappropriate sexual misconduct. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, but I would, you know, when you work somewhere, you're working there. Yeah. Right. No matter what, you know, but we've had, you know, stripper pole class, and but I don't we don't you know we don't call it stripper pole anymore now it's just pole workout yeah. or you know we had circus sports where people would be on a trapeze or or be juggling or stuff like that and you know I but no I wouldn't say in the fitness industry there's that kind of I mean I'm sure it happens but no mm -hmm. I haven't had it in my world at least not that's popping into my mind at the moment. Yeah, and I can actually think of when I was a personal trainer too, I didn't have really any stories of anybody. I taught class. I also was a personal trainer. And for the most part, I don't think, thank God everyone took it seriously. And there wasn't a lot of bleeding of that, the lines. But right. And I mean, is this inappropriate? I mean, I've definitely interviewed people and been like, holy moly, your body is incredible. You have really pushed yourself and your fitness levels to beautiful heights and your body looks amazing that's not inappropriate that's just the industry no the you know what I mean? like yeah it's a compliment yeah. and something just I, we went and saw moulin rouge this past week on broadway mm -hmm. and it is such a sexy beautiful athletic over the top uh triumph of excellence across the board and the 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 before the show starts and before intermission is you know, over there's dancers walking around and flirting and smiling and half dressed and stuff like that. But again, it's in a theatrical box of still being appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say excellence and looking at people when I was, we were talking briefly at, about the Olympics and I was using it as my goals of not that I'm going to get to the levels at all, but of just the excellence that they put themselves through. And as a former athlete and some and trainer, I can appreciate that. I often use people on social media to inspire mm -hmm. me, not in a sexual way, but just to inspire me for my goals. Cody, what are your thoughts about this on sort of, it's interesting because we don't always see a lot of gay people being called out in, or LGBTQ, but do yeah. you think we're going to see more of this or what's yeah. your thoughts on it? 
I do. I think it's across the board now. Me, I think time is up as far as sexual harassment, and it should have been up a long time ago, but now people are not taking that anymore. So I think we're going to see people being called out for their bad behavior more and more as time passes on. So, yeah. I hope yeah. I hope it's not true about Travis because I actually really I think he's a phenomenal dance a dancer. Don, I was about to say dancer. Like. dancer. <laughs> I, I know I was all for that too. Dance, <laughs> but, but no, I know what you mean. Yeah, time will tell. I, right, he's innocent yeah, until proven it, guilty, and but yeah, believe. it was almost. It reminds me of that cheerleader. Did you guys watch that cheerleader show on Netflix? Uh, it was like a doc. I think it was a documentary. Um, oh God, what was it called? And there was a hero in the whole story, oh, and it heroes cheer, cheer or something. It was about cheerleaders. Oh, I didn't watch. It, yeah, it was so. Yeah, good. I remember hearing about that. I didn't watch and, it though. And one of the main characters who we were all like rooting for in the end is I think he's in jail right now because what of the same. Th- because of misconduct towards an underage sending dick pics to an underage cheerleader and yeah it all comes out so it does and you'll they'll find out eventually they have so much to track that and make sure that it that that doesn't go down so right right hey tags listeners craving for more tags hungry like i am Well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags podcasts to continue delivering the quality of Tags podcasts you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. All right. Well, I'm so excited because we've got, we have this new promo going on where we always do give you solicited sex or relationship advice. You can always DM us at Tags Podcast. And right now we've got a promo. Well, supplies last of Adam's Toy Box, where we will send you a toy uh, once you send us one of your questions. And we've got three for you. Here we go with the first one. He writes, uh, hi, guys. Here's my conundrum. Are acknowledging pronouns inclusive or exclusive? We'll read that again. Are acknowledging pronouns inclusive or exclusives? I do appreciate the initiative to have pronouns be included in almost every social outlet, but I'm off, but I often find that in a Zoom meeting, 
I am the only one that uses they, them, and I can't help but think that it marks me as other in this space of more inclusiveness. I came to realize this when friends congratulated me for coming out as non-binary. And for me, I was not coming out. I am just who I am. He writes, I guess my fear is that my pronouns make me the other more openly in a community where most people proudly and openly share he, him, she, her. Mm. And he goes on to say, so, but, and then back to his original question, are acknowledging pronouns inclusive or exclusive um the first thing i just want to say and then i want to hear from you guys okay. is ultimately i think there it's inclusive but it can feel exclusive um given the time that we're in i'll explain a little bit more but mm -hmm. cody what are your thoughts on this um is it inclusive or exclusive when well, acknowledging this i agree with, i see his point uh, their point and see, even now, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just messed up already. Just yeah, that's okay. That's literally okay. just started the answer, and I'm already messing up. I see their point because they, their, their feelings are very valid because they feel like they're being excluded or it's outing them, and they're not, and they're just living their lives. I so it's a double-edged sword as far as I'm concerned because yes, it does bring people together. Yes, it does. I think that by naming your pronouns on social media, you see how many people are are like or share the same pronouns as you or shame, share similar experiences as you. But it can also the other side of the coin is that it can also make you feel like the other per, uh, the outsider in the world when if there's nobody around. So I see both sides of the story. So I think it's both. But I think that you have to look at the and accentuate and highlight the good parts of what's going on and kind of just realize that the bad parts are i know that sounds a little bit like uh pollyanna like i'm <laughs> no but i i think it's i think it's true that you have to you look at how much good it's doing in the world basically and it's interesting when he talks about people have congratulated him when he came out as non-binary, but, or yeah. they, excuse me, yes. there I go again. Yeah. And, I, See? and they, and they said, and for me, I was not coming out. I was just who I am. But with that, I would say, look at that in a different way, because why do we have a pride parade? Because we're... I, the way I look at it, more half glass full, is yeah. people aren't necessarily congratulating you like good for, they're congratulating for the amount of, you're showing a little bit more of you and we're proud of you that you figured it out you're, and that you're letting us and the world see more of your true essence. So we're mm -hmm. really celebrating. That's why we, that's in my mind why, why we celebrate pride is because we are seeing more of everyone's true existence. Like when you say namaste, the the God in me sees the God in you. It's really, oh, I see you. Yeah. Well, and so I think that's what <laughs> it's really saying. And I think when maybe it doesn't mean much for him because it's who they, who they are. Exactly. But I think when people congratulate you for something like that it takes a lot and they're really congratulating the they understand the world we live in and that 
that's great that you're more, we are now, you're sharing more of you. Lincoln, what are your thoughts about these pronouns? Okay. What were the two options again? Inclusive or exclusive? exclusive. So are acknowledging pronouns inclusive or exclusive? They're asking. I think you need to know your audience without placating to ignorance. Ooh. So mm. you both completely screwed this up just by opening your mouth with this person. Right? Yes. And that makes it exclusive. Because you're you're awkwardly feeling out of place by just opening your mouth. So that that doesn't feel inclusive. Right? You don't feel included. You feel like you've you've said something wrong, so you're not inclusive if you do that. So I think, you know, the world, again, we're not placate we're not pushing into people's ignorance here. We're realizing the people we're talking to. The vast majority of people just accepted gay marriage less than ten years ago. Like that less than five years ago. Some people can't even crock that yet let alone changing their entire language to understand them they so i i think that again you just have to kind of know your audience breathe in the evolution of how this is playing out and try not to be offended or hurt or 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 maybe just realize you might feel like you're you might be pushing people away without knowing it. And that doesn't mean that they're bad people or that they're ignorant or that it's just kind of playing it one step at a time. Does, does, yeah. Did I make a good point or maybe I didn't? You, you did. did. <laughs> and I, I agree with 90% of it. <laughs> you definitely did. But the one thing I would say with all of this is that we are in a turning point of change and even within our own lgbtq community uh, as i like to call this an lgbtq plus podcast at times or i hashtag that i think for this for they to be putting this on one of the benefits of the pandemic was a lot of people got on zoom and slack and that's where you put things oftentimes they or your pronouns on there and you're often in other words if they had just had meetings in the office they probably wouldn't have a name tag in front of them that would have said their pronouns in front exactly. of them mm -hmm. so one of the benefits i think that's been kind of cool is people can do this and who when you're think about who you're in I'm making this up, but if they were in, a, in an office space, they're all types of people that you're that are going to be in the meeting that you're working with. And it can be such a great teaching moment. In fact, those are the ones you want to really see who your pronouns. And I just think we're in that turning point right now that the more we see examples, if you think of yourself more as a pioneer in many of ways, then you're going to really change the the path on how mm -hmm. we all talk about these. I things. don't know if you're gonna. I don't know if I agree with that, Steve. Because there's a lot of people out there that are not saying they're Republican. They're not saying that they're right wing. They're just keeping quiet about it. And and <clears throat> if you put stuff like there that out there, you might think you're a pioneer, but it also might backfire. And we just have to be. Again, this is what I said before. We're not pushing towards ignorance but we're aware that it's out there and we're acting accordingly 
as we do try and take step forward in where we are in the world. Do you know what I mean? Well, There's a lot of people out there hating on trans people, hating on. So, so I just think we need to be careful. I, hear what you're, I totally hear what you're saying. But if you're doing this in the works, I, they didn't say that this was the workspace, but they said Zoom meetings. And so I'm just using no, you an did. example. I'm, I'm saying it to right. you. Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm not, saying. This is not that, the caller, the, the person. Right. And so I'm saying <clears> if you did put that out there in those, it's not up to you know, there is HR and you are protected by at least those. Well, yeah, you are, but community. And the one thing I would say, I had this example that might seem sort of trite, but Mm -hmm. when I think you, there was a time when we used to do these shows for tags podcast and we would do it at a local bar, bar rebar. And I'll never forget. There was a time when I was, and I still am, but I was really into my look and changing my look all the time. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget, we were scheduled to do a Wednesday night, Tags Live, and I got ready and I was all excited. I had pink braids in my hair all the way down to my waist. I remember I had those braids. the David Bowie lightning bolt painted on my oh, face. Oh, I remember that. I was yeah, there. and I had pink, yes, you were pink um, overalls slashed up. And I was so excited. I had a makeup artist do it all. I had somebody braid my hair. And when I walked out and I had this moment and I hadn't had it because I used to do a lot of looks. I'll never forget. I started to feel, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What's mm-hmm. my doorman going to think? What's the driver going to think? What, when I get out, that little walk that I have to go into the bar on this, not Halloween, random yeah. Wednesday night. And I realized, process those feelings, Steve. I kind of had a conversation with myself and own it. You have to own it. And I had to talk myself out of it because I wanted this look. I And I ultimately had to own it and believe in myself and know that, yes, you're probably going to get a lot of stares here and there, but you ultimately have to own it. And I think... We're I I stick with my thing that I was saying before about a turning point in time. Someday I believe pronouns like this will people just accept it without even like we Cody and I made the mistake earlier. It will become second nature. But so has evolution, and so has so many things in our LGBTQ world become second nature over time. And And I think this will just we're in that turning point. And further to that point, you, I think what happens is we think about it too hard and that's when you overthink. Start to stu- yeah, exactly. That's when you start to stumble. We've been doing they, them pronouns for forever. We've been doing them since the inception of language. They, they've always existed. It's not like this is something new that's come up. It's just that we're thinking and we're trying to be respectful of someone and then we're overthinking it and then that that's what happens. You you mess up sometimes. And then well, you just take with a grain of salt, like you said. I don't know. I don't, I, I've always thought of they as two people. I've never thought of they as a person that you're not. That's a hard... That we have been using they, them forever, but it's never necessarily been applied to a person that is neither male or female or both. It's been applied to a group of people. So, so could you change that's, your that's mindset? Not, that's not actually 100% true. They've, I've used they for, and, and it's part of the English language. I studied English in college. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be like, I'm, that sounded like so really okay. coming out of my mouth. But 
that they is is used for one person singular singularly oh like okay yes that's it go ahead <laughs> well, i was just gonna thought, say final... i was gonna use it in a sentence but i i don't have to go ahead like lincoln they are my co-host basically but singular see, singular so Right. That to me still sounds like Steve and I are your co-host, they. Again, in my experience of the English language, whether it's, and trust me, I am no linguist. um, No. That's just a really hard thing to, but again, when I am in a group of men and everyone calls, keeps calling them her and she, and and I'm Mm -hmm. like, what is happening? I get all thumbs and stick my foot in my mouth and go, okay, I'm going to go have another drink because again it's not i hope one day if that is where it's all meant to go that it naturally goes there i don't think the entire world is necessarily going to go there in my lifetime but i just hope no one's getting hurt like that's i don't have a problem i I obviously have no problem with anyone wanting to be referred to as a certain way and i will always do my best to do that but if i stick my foot in my mouth I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because I say it wrong. My very first boyfriend changed his name and I Mm. still say his name wrong. He's a, I I don't even remember the the religious study that he did. His name is completely. And every time I call him by his name, he gets very hurt and offended and he corrects me. And it's actually been a wedge between us. So the original question was, is this inclusive or yeah, and I was just going to ask that. And, One and, word and, answer, Lincoln. What are you going to say? And I feel that I've been pushed away by my very first boyfriend because I can't get his name right. So in your mind, it's exclusive. It's exclusive. Okay. At this point. Cody, what one word answer is I challenging pronouns inclusive or exclusive? I think it's inclusive. Okay, got it. Mine's inclusive as well, but I think it's an ongoing conversation. And yeah, this for was sure. really good. I hope that helped. <laughs> or we shed some. It was more a conundrum, he said, though. I like that he wasn't, it was, he wrote, well, they wrote, <laughs> and that's going to happen. And I'll, exactly. Here's our other one. Um, I suppose, I suppose they write, I considered, I'm considered a middle aged daddy at the age of 42. Now to the business. My question for <laughs> that hurt for us, is it out of bounds if masturbating becomes your unspoken sex life more than sex with your partner? Is unspoken masturbating considered cheating or is like a casual shower? Both of you are in relationships, and so I'm sure you guys have a lot to say about it. Uh, Lincoln, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? You talk a lot about Peter and you've shared about sex. What are your thoughts on this? Is it considered out of bounds if it's your unspoken sex life? I'm Lincoln? a little, com- okay. I know I'm here, <laughs> but I'm a little confused about the question. Define that a little bit more because our, our sex life goes the full 360. So there are times where we're fucking all the time. There's times where we're jerking off. There are times where like it's, it's an ebb and flow and there's times where we're exhausted and we don't have sex for a couple days or, but that's very rare. Um, Peter's extremely oral. So that's always kind of a mainstay. Um, I personally like my relationship with my right hand. So sometimes that happens when Peter not 
in the same room or whatever, but what exactly is the question? If, if just so, masturbation with each other is the norm, do you still have a sex life? Or am yeah, is it out of bounds if masturbating, and they're kind of stating this, becomes your unspoken sex life more than sex with your partner? I feel like... Are you masturbating so- together or separate? Separate is how I'm taking it. And with that, I feel you sort of answered your own question in many ways. And maybe this will help flesh out Lincoln a little bit of the way I took it was if you find yourself asking the question, if masturbating becomes your unspoken sex life, that's what they said, more than sex with your partner, then perhaps it really is because Mm. you've said that. I think it depends what you're masturbating to. because for me what always gets me off when i jerk off is peter peter's always in my mind somewhere i'm not i'm not out of uh, out of even like if i think back to my days in berlin or my days in back rooms it's like yeah and peter's in the corner or peter's part of the the mix but it's very rare that it is and even if he's not there, it's like, ooh, I would be getting away with this, even though I would never do that. <laughs> in my mind, that's the place I can get away with that. Does that make well, sense? Well, I guess it does make sense. Does. And I think that's awesome that Peter's always in in the fantasy, which is really awesome. I think where we, I feel like many of us can agree on is we've all found ourselves, you've talked about it, Lincoln, before, masturbation is sort of a rubber band at, at that We've all probably been there. I can definitely attest where I found myself masturbating more often than not and took like breaks on it because maybe it would just, you know, and other times enjoyed it, often enjoy Mm -hmm. it all the time. And so I think it sounds like, paraphrasing for the person that wrote in, that perhaps if that if they're saying that it's they're becoming more of the unspoken sex life more than sex with their boyfriend then i think perhaps it is and maybe it's time to look at that a yes. little bit so that it's not taking over because we all can agree i would imagine that that masturbation or um can particularly with porn can be addictive right oh, for Cody, sure. what are your thoughts on this so you guys have all, yeah you guys have hit on so many things that 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 my my answer is going to touch on too. I think that my professional like recommendation per, and, and opinion is that this person needs to talk to their their partner about why masturbating actually feels like like cheating or it's kind of unspoken. It's kind of in the subtext that it feels like cheating, but it, I feel like it's there. So just talk to your partner about why it does feel like cheating and if i think that conversation will uncover some things like maybe it's something that the the partner is doing or that's making it feel like cheating or maybe it's something that he's internalized from out from outward influences that it's making it feel like like he's cheating but i think that they should have a conversation and and flesh it out and see where where that leads them. Now, relationship Cody because <laughs> right. this, this is where like my my personal opinion is that I don't think masturbating is cheating at all. I like Lincoln said, I come to Joe <laughs> whenever I <laughs> masturbate. So, Your boy, so, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Joe is my boyfriend. So I, whenever I jack off, Joe, I, I always come and Joe is there. But I have found that a lot of times, uh, I have I save my orgasms for Joe. So I don't do a lot of masturbating. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. I know that masturbating can intensify my sex life with my boyfriend, and I, I think that it's perfectly healthy to masturbate personally. Okay, I'm going to bring the conversation full circle. One, Come on, if, you mas- if you masturbate, it's better than having sex outside the relationship. Ooh, you get preach. What those people yes. in the UK are getting these days. <laughs> right. The, the Wart stuff <laughs> in the thing. Yes, I know. Two, Come on, call back. Two, I personally don't like lubricant, whether it's boy butter or not. So if I jerk off by myself, there's no lube involved. It's much cleaner. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> I prefer spit and it's over. <laughs> and three, if I jerk off, then I don't come as fast when we do have sex. Huh? Mike drop. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I would just say, because I'm not in a relationship, but I think masturbation is healthy and can be kind of a quick thin in between sex life. I would just say look at a balance of how ask yourself how much are you having sex with your partner is it currently lacking and if are you finding yourself because we all can check in with ourselves and know the answer to certain things like do we think you're spending more time masturbating than sex you know it's definitely easier to masturbate than sex at times but if you're finding and asking that question then maybe it's time to find ways to initiate and make sex interesting again with your partner. And you know what? So that it can also complement the times when you're eating one out or getting one out too. And, and I think it's all healthy. And I was going to say, you can plan sex. Sex can be planned because I read that if you plan your sex, just make, find a way to make the plan sexy. Like text them and make say, it oh sexy. my God, I can't wait to be inside you tonight. It, you, it doesn't have to be something that is is bad or or making your sex life boring if you plan sex. It, that's not something that's horrible. All right. Oh, I hope that helps. And you will be getting a toy for that. Let us know um, where we weighed in on that. Hey there, Steve V here, your master of seximonies. Are you listening to our live show, Tags Live? If you're only listening to Tags Podcasts, you know you're only getting half the story. Okay, okay, I did steal that from Drag Race, but seriously, join us live every Wednesday night for Tags Live, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time on the Get Vocal platform. My co-host Cody Maurice Doggett and myself rip into the top hot sex stories, go deeper into our segment Vulnerable Voices, and welcome a slew of special sexy guests who have a voice in sex positivity. Tags Live is video, live, and interactive, so you get to weigh in. Join us every Wednesday for Tags Live, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Go to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags Live to sign in and join the fun. Next up, our final conundrum sex advice is, hey, Tags crew, looking for some advice. My boyfriend and I have been together for a few years now, and I'm primarily the bottom, which I really enjoy. However, I'd like to get into topping more, but my boyfriend tends to shy away from trying to bottom. 
any tips on how to encourage him a bit? Also, and then, yeah, any tips on how to encourage him a bit? First off the bat, I think it's, I want to commend our listener for writing in because I think it's great that he's trying to be versatile. And I think for long-term sex with a, a, a partner, that shows longevity. It's only going to make the relationship last longer. If you're already showing signs that you liked about them, but you want to explore topping, what better person to explore that with than your partner? Now, if your partner is sort of on the fence and not then help walk him through it. We talk a lot about on this show, and I'm going to send you a toy. I'm going to send you a butt play toy. Maybe you can play with this together. And it would be somebody that you would trust to get. In other words, you can talk to your partner about how to prepare. You probably know how you prepare and what makes it pleasurable for you to bottom. Share those secrets that make it pleasurable. Everything from how you eat perhaps before you bottom, which is a whole thing, how you clean yourself out before you bottom, how you play with those toys so that it's not zero to a hundred, depending on how big the top is. And you can even play with toys, one of which I'll send you that you can play with and you'll have somebody that you trust. In other words, it's not like going willy-nilly to some stranger that's going to ram it up there. You know that you're going to be a gentle top that's going to, and you can tell him why you enjoy it and share with him that experience. I think it's only going to make your relationship last that much longer sexually, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a nice turning point. What are your thoughts though, Cody, on this? Um, Are you more the top in it? And what if- I am. Yeah. So, but I'm completely open to bottoming. But I, so I, my suggestion is to find out what his insecurities are about bottoming, and then you'll be able to figure out how to address those insecurities. Because I, and I agree with 100% what you said, butt play and playing with toys beforehand and making sure that they feel safe and secure. That will only, you know, help to, make sure that they are comfortable when it actually does come down to bottoming. So, because I think that's, that's a huge part about it for me because I don't know what's going on back there half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I hear you. I hear you. Lincoln, what are your thoughts when you hear and what advice could you give to? So I don't think all the answers are within these two people. You go to YouTube to figure out how to screw in a light bulb. Why not go to PornTube and watch some people bottoming and talk about it as a couple and see what is interesting or not interesting on how to do it on video so that you're not taking all of the responsibility onto yourself. So there's plenty of videos on PornTube and other sex sites that talk about fisting or talk about poppers play or talk about rope play or there. It's like, it's like YouTube. You could just go on there and go, wow, that's really crazy. I would never do that. Or, Oh, wow. That's interesting to me. Let's try that. And you could match the rhythm of a video if it looks exciting. And it's still the conversation between only you two, but at least you have another visual aid or Mm. something like that to talk you know, nothing brings people more together than a common enemy or a common how-to video. That's my I agree. advice. 
That's I good like that advice. advice. And I, and the only thing I would say is when the person wrote in said their boyfriend tends to shy away from bottoming. They didn't give us any other information on that, but I would want to know, and I'm sure maybe this person does know what are those factors. It could only bring you closer together because as somebody that it's more bottom, if I had a trusted partner, I would love to, I would almost be writing this the, the same way. I would want to be trying topping, but I would want to share with why I shy away from topping. Ah. And, and I would want my partner to kind of know this and, and hopefully hear me out and then kind of work with me on that uh, to try this, you know, in, in my case it would be topping and this person's case would be botting. Um, yeah. I think it could only bring you guys closer, but as well as looking at not like you were saying, Lincoln, not just putting it all on one person. Correct. And yeah. And the other thing other... is, and, and I don't want to be speaking out of turn for me personally, all of the technical stuff about what to eat and how to wash out and how to, that's not really sexy. Like maybe start with just videos and feelings before you go deeper into it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, again, I mean, I think that's what I was, what, what he well, that's what I was saying. About. That's what I would want to right. know is I hope either he does know or he doesn't. That was one aspect of it, but sharing besides all because sometimes it is the technical side sometimes it is you're absolutely right sometimes but i've also been with people not peter but people in the past that that whole process was like an hour for them and by Mm -hmm. that point i kind of lost interest because i was like hey (laughs) you know like let's try and make this a little more sexy and not so technical but again we don't know exactly what the what the what the not into it is Right, so kind of hit all all corners. I think, I think we did. Yeah, I absolutely. Think we did a great Let's, job. Nice job. Can I, <laughs> can I tell you how much I've learned from porn, though? Uh, it's, right, <laughs> it's astounding. It's astounding. <laughs> it's much more interesting than anything I've learned on YouTube. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, this has been so fun. I hope this helps. If you want sex or relationship advice, want us to weigh in, we are here for you. DM us at Tags Podcast on Instagram or email us. And while supplies last, you'll get an Adam's Toy Box toy to fill your toy box um i want to thank my co-host thanks so much lincoln you can follow him he's got two at protein bakery at protein bakery or his personal one at mad lincoln follow cody maurice doggett he's a life coach at kmd coaching kmd coaching or his personal account mr maurice yes all right, you guys, this has been so much fun. Thanks for weighing in. Always. So much fun. Yeah, Always absolutely. good. And in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. Damn. <laughs> nice. <laughs>